0: hello 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 welcome back hello governor how hello. are you today welcome back to the disorderly podcast <laughs> and we are in person
1: this is odd we're recording live from one location with one microphone because we don't know how to set up two I'm actually live yeah live laugh love um i have 20 mosquito bites
0: yeah welcome to arizona i have one <laughs> on my ankle and i feel it and it's talking to me right now and i i'm trying to ignore it like fucking bitch when you
1: the second i get a mosquito bite i start itching it and i will not stop itching it until the itch is satisfied um, for three days four days yeah that actually ties into a lot of different things in my life i just will <laughs> scratch the itch until it's satisfied but
0: and put it on the back burner when...
1: especially right now i i itch until it's bleeding that's not a metaphor that i will is... itch
0: it until i get bruises all around it that's yeah i'm
1: gonna look like a crackhead but it's okay i'm happy with that
0: we like crackheads.
1: I just want to know a day in the life.
0: A day in the life of me?
1: Of a crackhead. Oh.
0: <laughs> I am a crackhead. Today, <laughs> our day, has been quite the freaking day. I just want to let you know we've been on a bender and a crazy three days. No, we haven't. No, oh, she's lying. We have done here, there, Is and everything. So today was the day, our third day, and we are about dead in the head, and we're deadheads we're deadheads we woke up this morning and we went to brunch and went and saw birdies I think Nicole kind of fell in love with the bird that I told her she would fall in love with
1: yeah no it was a bird and it was in a cage and you had like a slit in there that you could stick your hand in to like potentially pet the bird and as soon as you stick your hand in there the bird just starts nestling up towards your hand like almost like pets itself onto your hand it's the sweetest thing it's like they know how to get what they want out of the people.
0: Give the people what they want.
1: Give the people I, what they want and give it to them, hoard.
0: I have held this bird before at this restaurant. This restaurant is called The Perch and Chandler. And it is so fun because there's birds everywhere. And they're like, toucans and, like, big birds. They're exotic. And yeah. And so I said, you have to come see this bird that I held. And we didn't get to hold it this time. But through the cage, we were petting him. And he was nestling up. And it was so cute. And so... After that, we went to our friend Alex's. Shout out Alex, <laughs> and just kind of had some drinks there. Hung out with her and her baby, Bebe. Co- and her baby, which is a, a little Jack Jack, little chunky chunkers.
1: I think that people our age are at like two different stages of life. Okay, so either you are somebody with a baby, or you know somebody with a baby. Hundred percent. And then there's you break off into tears. So if you know someone with a baby, you also excuse me, get your nerds.
0: I love nerds. <laughs> get your
1: nerds out of here. But if you know someone with <laughs> a the baby, it's also either you adopt that baby as your own niece, nephew, whatever, or you're just like, I see you have a baby anyways. And like, that's kind of where <laughs> I'm at. Anyways, great. Let's move on. Yeah, and Annika adopts the babies as her own. And so it's just like, I don't know, whatever tier of life that you're in, no shame. Also, funny enough, Annika is obviously younger than me. She's 25. 25. 25, and I'm 28. And she is so much more comfortable with babies than I am. I love babies. I'm so uncomfortable. I just, it's not that I don't like babies. I think they're going to grow up to be great humans, but- (laughs) Eventually, one day. I can't be there for the in-between. I can't. They they kind of freak me out. I'm always scared I'm going to drop them. Or I'm going to be a bad influence. Or I don't know.
0: <laughs> they don't know what the fuck's going on. That's why I love them. And they're so small and squishy. They're so small and squishy. And so we hung out with them all day. And then I still have my baby voice on because I love the babies. <laughs> and now we're back up. And we came up to see my parents. And we cooked dinner watch the sunset we took the golf cart which we just bought for my dad if you were listening to previous episodes we just surprised him with a golf cart so we took that up watched the sunset drink some wine
1: and nicole fell down i fell i was walking to the golf court golf court the cart. golf cart and i was walking and then all of a sudden i like literally took two two steps i was just like a baby and i was just like boom, boom. Just a <laughs> yeah i just fucking crashed the i like, was
0: sitting on the golf cart, starting up and all of a sudden i heard like a limb go through the concrete and i was like oh god that sounds like it hurt <laughs> it like hurt my insides i was like oh and i looked at her she, she was holding her to-go wine the wine is spilled all down her leg she was trying to hold the berries <laughs>
1: I know I was gifted these berries and fruits from Onika's dad and I was like oh yeah we're totally gonna eat these and I was just trying to save the berries but in turn I focused too much on the berries and the wine went spilling and I was just like and then I looked down on my legs and it looked like blood but it also was just wine it wasn't blood but yeah we just felt I will not we well the whole team took a fall and without I one. did I
0: felt bad for it <laughs> I was like, my knee started hurting because I was like, <laughs> you know, when a limb just smacks the ground, you're like,
1: Oh, yeah. it me. wasn't
0: a quiet, fall. That freaking hurt me on the inside
1: was not quiet. No. I, yeah, but I'm not, I'm not a stranger to little tumbles like that. I'm not a stranger to it. I think also when we like got home, I almost fell over her dog, Maggie. And so I think I just need to look down more when I walk yeah
0: things are just coming at her. It's been a long weekend. Yeah. I need to know, Nicole, what was, tell me about your weekend. Tell me what you think about Arizona.
1: Well, I love all the cacti. I think it's hilarious just driving around and seeing the cacti growing in like huge increments as I'm just like driving like house to house. I'm like, there's a cacti, there's a cacti, which is like to see those growing in Oregon, like, I just know these people would have spent, like, thousands of dollars on this cactus. And so to see them here, it's just very cool. Let's
0: like, hear your fun facts of what you've learned about cacti while you've been here.
1: Um, they take hundreds of years to grow taller than, like, eight feet, right? Yeah, and one arm. One arm. It takes
0: hundred years to, like grow a full arm.
1: It takes hundreds of years to grow a full arm. And you, it's illegal to <laughs> cut them down. It's like <laughs> it's like California poppies in California. If you cut, if you like pick California poppies, it's legal It's the same thing with cutting down cacti in Arizona. Like if anything, they just <laughs> want to rehome them. So yeah, it's illegal to do that.
0: Yeah. So there's been she learned what a jumping
1: choya is. I did learn about a jumping choya. she got to see it in the flat. Um, well, you didn't ever tell the story on the couple pods ago where mom and it mom. literally attacked your mom. Will you tell that?
0: Yeah. I'm eating nerds clusters. So if you ever not had one and you try them, it brings back like your childhood of like the nerds ropes, but they're little balls just to eat well, balls of nerds. That's what she's at. Um, so my mom, the other weekend we had celebrated her birthday and she got attacked by jumping troia, which means she was walking to get in the car and basically jumping troia, like they attract towards like liquid or water so they moisture moisture so they want your body and, i want your body and she was getting in the car and it stuck out and it fell off and she had this thing that was probably like three inches long by like two inches mm-hmm. stuck on her leg i was trying to hit it off with my shoe and it wasn't coming off because it just starts to cling on even more and it's just like a cactus. So there's a hundred little pokey things in her leg, but they stick on because, and they start to grow into your skin because you like the moisture. And then you have to take pliers and pry them out. It is so bad.
1: How long did it take you to pry those little pricklies out of your mom's knee? Probably 20 minutes.
0: With her on the couch, like dying. We had to hold her down. She was like crying. She
1: literally said it was worth some childbirth. Yeah, it's bad. I've had my first share of
0: them. Welcome to the fucking desert. Ugh.
1: I can't imagine. I already backed up into a cacti. I just got out of the car. I I'm like, I'm <laughs> I just got out of the car and I was like, I was just trying to make room for someone to walk by and I was like, oop, ow. I just backed my calf right into a cacti. Oops, it can happen in a second.
0: Blink of an eye here in Arizona. They're everywhere. <laughs>
1: yeah, exactly.
0: So here we are back here and we have to take Zane and Nicole to the airport tomorrow and I'm so sad. You I know.
1: It'd be nice if we just had a house here. We're just like, I want to be, I don't want to be bi-coastal. I don't want to be on the East Coast and the West Coast, but I want to be bi-state. No.
0: (laughs) Sorry, my big German shepherd is trying to jump up on the back.
1: Where I want to be, I want to live in um arizona and i also want to live in oregon i want to have you a house both. yeah i want to live in arizona in the winter and i want to live in oregon in the summer until smoke season comes and then i know i don't want to live in oregon anymore
0: you can come to arizona anytime you want you're always welcome you. if you saw how cute my freaking little dog is my dogs are just the cutest they really are yeah so They're she's getting a little sweeties. kiss of the german shepherd love because if you well, don't have a German Shepherd, never met a German Shepherd, I'm sorry.
1: I have a German Shepherd and mine isn't fixed yet neither is this one. And so I just like imagine that they could you make know, potentially babies. make like the cutest little babies because they both look like very German Shepherdy. Like they don't look like mixes really. Purebred. Somewhat, yeah. And then I don't know. I just think they'd be really cute. Anywho. You're unemployed now. Unemployed. We don't call it employed we call it fun employed because it's the funnest time of our lives what i plan on doing you guys are not going to want to miss this i'm going to plan on just going on hikes going to the gym to the gym i'm going to be the fittest it's gonna be hot soccer. girl summer
0: but it's going to be like a
1: hot girl winter hot girl winter i might get a job at a ski resort just for a free pass um what would you do at the ski resort work at the snack shack <laughs> that'll do really apply my college that'll degree
0: <laughs> that'll be i would what mountains around you?
1: there's one <laughs> and what is it i think it's called the cool limit pass or something i don't know well, there really is M-G. i don't know there's something like an hour or so away but also so is mount ashland and i love mount ashland i know i can get a job at mount ashland so. mount
0: ashland's like three hours away
1: two and a half three yeah you're right every day no i would not but i would find like temporary housing for the season
0: so last night we watched the fight and it was jake paul against anderson silva
1: Um, when we were watching the game, the fight last night, it was funny because we got on the subject of like Adderall and how there's like a national shortage still for Adderall.
0: Still, this has been like seven
1: episodes since the last time we talked about it. Seven episodes, and then Annika was like just kind of talking about it, and we're talking about how much we like kind of rely on it at this point. Like, it's the same thing. Like, for those of you who don't know that who on like something like Lexapro, it's like the same thing. It's just like you become accustomed to it, and you're just like, I am wanting to you know have my normality with this adderall by the way i wanted to ask you do you feel like withdrawal with when you don't have it
0: no i just feel like
1: that's cool i
0: just like don't do anything i'm like lazy and i like just i overeat everything i want to eat everything i just want to not do anything i just sit there anytime i try to do something like work-wise game over
1: yeah no it's interesting because people when they say that they take like stop taking lexapro first of all you're supposed to wean off of it. and then second of all if you don't take it for a couple of days like you're almost like in like a glitch like uh like a glitch weird system where you're like your vision is just like so like whack and you're, it's like that one filter on tiktok where it's like while well, you keep the blue around me it's like why you, why you, I don't know. I'm not going to be able to say it. Maybe I'll find it while you talk. Why are
0: you trying to fight with me and cheese, Creek? You know I love to is, go there.
1: <laughs> it's this sound. Hold on. So anyways, it's like that when you're like freeze frame for a couple times. It's like, that's how it feels when you get off AlexaPro all of a sudden. you're like, everything's just kind of like glitchy. But it's interesting that when you don't take Adderall for a minute, you don't feel any difference.
0: No, yeah, I don't. I mean, I take Citalopram which is a anti-anxiety depression and that one like if i don't take like for like four days if i forget it or whatever i start to go crazy but i just start to get emotional and i start just crying and saying that i hate my life and all this stuff and i don't know why blah, blah, blah. i'm in a funk that's what happens every time i try to get off of it
1: tell me how you really feel sad uh. <laughs> thanks yeah thanks for coming to my TED talk muy interesante um well i'm glad that you don't feel that way when you stop taking adderall because i might be prescribed adderall here in a second i'm gonna add to the You're shortage the in america exactly.
0: it's because all these people are going now to go get prescribed adderall and they don't need it
1: no um, i think it is we we really don't need it i'm not gonna lie we don't it
0: just makes you a better person everyone should be fucking on adderall
1: we're all like very much more productive zane was saying today how like uh the nazis were prescribed adderall but it was called something else Let me let me phone him. I'm gonna adopt you and okay. This is the weirdest thing, but Annika and Drew they always just call each other from the other room, and it's the strangest thing.
0: Yes, we do because it's like
1: why get up? Hi. Call you when I know you're on your phone. What did the Nazis get prescribed in the form of Adderall? Pervlitin. How does he know
0: that?
1: Pervletin. Pervitin.
0: How does he know that?
1: Okay, so they got prescribed Pervitin. How did you learn this? Hold on, let me put you on speaker. I watch a lot of uh, documentaries. I read a lot of books uh, on Audible. But I mean, the big news here, Nicole, is that I just want 186 people. Okay, we're <laughs> done here. So they got prescribed Pervitin. And it was the same thing as Adderall and they got prescribed and the Nazis were just marching one by one hurrah into like Uh-oh. the depths of the sea and yeah no wonder mm-hmm. where they all seemed fucking bad shit they were just like the most energizer bunnies of the world but it's cool that you don't uh like, withdraw yeah
0: yeah no I just turn into like a little piece of shit I just don't do anything and my ADD or I get like really crazy mm-hmm and hyperactive mm-hmm. and then i don't want to do anything my weird personality comes out Um that's probably the worst that happens but I yeah i'm really lazy sometimes it kind of is like right when i go off of it i'm lazy and then after that then it's like my real personality comes back where i'm just like fucking psycho
1: it's like i'm getting my personality back
0: Yeah, but I'm like, I want to drug my personality because I'm literally psychotic. (laughs) Oh, no. I just go off the walls like bonkers.
1: Yeah, I always wonder, okay, so here's my thing. I wish I can get accurately prescribed for like what disorder I truly have and like what my mental like really is at because I'm always just taking stabs and guesses at what it is and like my doctors are always like, yeah, probably, yeah, probably and they like prescribe me for that, but I'm just like, I want to be truly, truly evaluated.
0: You should. How do you do that? I think you should go like a naturopath.
1: Na- naturopoly- have, ever, have
0: Have you ever been to a naturopath?
1: I don't think that's what it's called. Naturopath? I don't think that's what it's called, but I, I know what you're trying to say.
0: I think it is called that.
1: Naturopath?
0: naturopath? Naturopath. Yeah, now you're making me fucking freak out because I can't keep saying it.
1: I don't think that's what it's called, but I know what you're trying to say, and I don't know the correct name, Um, but no, I haven't to answer your question. But at the same time, I just really enjoy prescriptions. I'm not going to lie. Screw me up, sister. Yeah. It's something that we shouldn't tell others. Because you guys are going to take all of our Adderall that we want to be yeah, prescribed.
0: I, I can't function without Adderall. Truth. I can't refill my fucking prescription. And it's terrible.
1: Yeah, that is too bad. Because you're actually someone that needs it.
0: Yes, I cannot do my job. I cannot work without Adderall. Always it's like
1: the same way I need the window seat in the in the <laughs> airplane. You need Adderall. That's true.
0: It's true. Always have the window seat.
1: Yeah. No. Definitely. Me and Zane just checked into our flight for the way home, and I'm pretty sure that we have aisle and middle seat. And I'm just like, this is bullshit. This is absolute shit. So someone
0: sits in between you?
1: No. No. Of course not. Because oh. when you check in with somebody that you bought the flight for at the same time, you'll always be seated next side by side but you probably won't have the window seat like one of you guys will have the middle and one of you guys will have the aisle oh yeah yeah that's where we're at
0: i don't mind sitting in the middle because it's like i'll just kind of turn my back to the person on the aisle, like in the middle like to the on the aisle Mm -hmm. and then drew will always get the window and then that way i can like lay on him or like take a nap on him like and he lets me because i always let him have the window so i'm like i'll just lay on his lap or lay on his shoulder and we'll watch something together which makes it easier
1: yeah i actually offered on the way here for zane to have the window which is like something i would never do i just want to express how rare that is and how much of a like a opportunity it was for him yeah Definitely. And he rejected the idea and he said, no, I don't want to be on the window. And I said, okay, we'll just know that this opportunity is never going to come to you again. Like this is once in a lifetime. And he said, no, thank you. I said, okay. But my reasoning behind it was that I could sit middle and lean on him and I would be like, totally fine.
0: Yeah. That's exactly what we do. We sit there and we'll fall asleep on him. There's been times that we have just been the two in those seats and no one sits in the aisle seat and so I'll like put my head down in his lap and like put my legs down and he'll be on his computer and so he'll just like kind of put his arms over me and like work or do whatever and I'll just sleep in his lap and it works perfect
1: it works perfect imagine that riddle me this riddle me this riddle me this you have to work tomorrow tomorrow's Monday for us here and now oh thank god okay my
0: little squishy to the airport (laughs) <laughs> i'm your little squishy oh i'm
1: precious You're little anika little and i were talking about this and we were like okay so when she asked for it to work from home tomorrow what she usually doesn't do she usually doesn't work from home on a monday so what is it you only have like two days a week that you can work from home is that what your typical yeah, ratio is monday
0: tuesday and monday tuesday friday in office wednesday thursday i don't yeah i don't like cause i'd rather be home Either Mondays or Fridays. I'd rather be at home on Mondays because I could just sleep in until eight thirty or eight, and like yeah. Instead of having to get up at six thirty.
1: Mondays are hard. And then so she texted her boss, and she was like, she was literally typing. Just imagine this real time. You're just going, hey, I have to bring my friend to the airport tomorrow. Did you include that part? Yeah. I, I bring my to friend you- to the airport tomorrow. Is it okay if I work from home? And then she started typing. In addition, she goes and then i could switch it out with one of my other work from home days this week um so instead of like having you know thursday i can i can switch that for today And then she almost sent that. And then for the luck of God, she goes backspace, 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 backspace. And she just sends it as is, as like, hey, is it okay if I work from home tomorrow?
0: Yeah, you don't always put the extra in sometimes,
1: Exactly. Exactly. And so this is the thing, y'all out there. You're not asking for a lot when you ask to work from home one extra day. Guess what? You're still fucking working. It doesn't matter. This isn't your coach. This isn't your high school swim coach or something like that. Like you are still working for them. Like, don't feel bad for asking for one more day to work from home. You're not asking for a lot
0: for mental health too, you know?
1: Yeah, literally. I had a hard time with that because my employer previously was always like, we're so flexible. We're so flexible. And I was like, okay, cool. And then I would like, be like, Hey, I'm thinking about working from home tomorrow. And they'd be like, Ooh, I don't know about that and I'm just like what do you mean like I thought you guys were so flexible (laughs)
0: you're like yeah wait a minute that's why I got this job
1: yeah but if I literally would have set the standard and been like I want to work from home three days a week uh out of four and like just set set up front. (laughs) you do you do or you have to have like an official meeting with them and be like okay so this is how I need this is what I need yeah like I will still get as much done as I need but like guess what I'm not working from the office yeah I don't know I
0: don't know man to me I think it's even yeah you have to put your foot down because honestly well and it is funny we say that because it was used to be so different in the workplace and it you never used to get to work from home that was just not a thing mm-hmm And then here we are in fucking 2022.
1: Now it's so common. It's like before we didn't even have the option. Now it's like almost a standard. Like you work from home and then some days you go into the office. It's just like, wait, what? Wait, what? Yeah, pretty bonkers. Right, fam? I hope you guys are all working from home because you deserve it. (laughs) I
0: don't know. I think I'm just dead in the head. I am a dead head.
1: Oh, no. She's dead in the head. I'm just
0: like... This has been a long fucking weekend.
1: I know. Are you feeling good about it?
0: Yeah. I love this weekend. It's been okay. so fun. And we've just, it's been like, it hasn't, wasn't as like crazy out in the craziness in the, to the abyss as last time. Yeah. Like we weren't, last time we ran around town and like did everything, but this this time around is like, we kind of just forgot my house most of the time. We went out a couple times, but always ended up back at my house, but it was good. Last night we chose the pot over the alcohol, which was good. Over the alcohol and we just giggled giggled all night
1: we were literally just like sitting there watching the the fight and we were just being like okay so imagine this and we just like like spit out two outlandish ideas and we just would start laughing our asses off it was amazeballs and
0: we're just watching us freaking make our own tiktoks i said who are we
1: yeah what
0: have we become we're not freaking 21 anymore
1: i was giving tiktok tutorials because yes, she was I just I realized like I taught myself how to do TikToks, which is like not you know no no applause needed. Hold your ground like hold yeah, hold whole day You was. guys just stay where you are. Don't need to you know you don't need to stand up. I don't need my standing ovation, but I did teach myself how to do TikToks. But I didn't realize that there was like the timer setting where you can set it be like three two one, and then you can also make it stop at a certain point in time. So that's what I wanted to show them, and I was just like and plot twist uh we forgot to get around to that part so I never got to show them but I just thought it was cool so if (laughs) you do know what I'm
0: talking about in the beginning never never did it again
1: yeah if you know what I'm talking about you know if you don't you don't and I'm so sorry maybe one day I'll do a TikTok tutorial
0: can you hear the deadness in our
1: voice I don't think we're dead (laughs) just halfway there I don't think we're dead I think we are raspy
0: reincarnated
1: well there are so many raspy voiced women in hollywood that like people idolize the raspiness
0: i had a girlfriend that had raspy voice
1: all when she was little and everyone like
0: always commented on it and she still does and i love her
1: i'm gonna look up for you guys rapey some
0: women <laughs> she just tried to t- type in raspy women and typed in rapey women
1: into her own <laughs> okay that reminds me of another thing that happened for those of you guys that know the song um um it's called hot water by chance the rapper and it goes hot hot water hot shower it seems on seems sour. yeah Sweet shower. so there's that girl her name is something I think it's like Lil Zaza or something like that and she like dances she's like this like under 10 year old and she dances so oh, baller I've seen her she dances so baller to that song, especially. That's but like, yeah, she and, she was like, oh. yeah. and she, like, she's like, so yeah, and she like, she's so sassy, and she's so cute. And so I was just like, I was trying to describe it to Zane, and I go, "Oh yeah, have you heard this song?" And then he was like, "No," and I was like, "Did you not see this video?" And he's like, "No," and I was like, "Okay, well let me Google it and show you." So I Google, I put it in my phone, I go little girl dancing hot shower into Google search. Guess what pops up? child pornography <laughs> is illegal you should not be googling this xoxo the google team
0: <laughs> I
1: probably should have phrased it that way it's like what did i do wrong and i was like oh i said little girl dancing on shower so don't do that, that um is hilarious yeah it was one of the highlights of my life Anyways,
0: you shouldn't be googling this.
1: So let's Google raspy voice singer women female. Maybe singers isn't the right thing. Actress, Demi Moore, Emma Stone, Whoopi Goldberg, Whoopi Goldberg,
0: Whoopi Goldberg, love her.
1: <laughs> How to get okay. A raspy voice sounds like it had to pass through a rasp or a grater to get out of your mouth. Oh my god! This is what Google is telling me. If you can barely speak, you might ask for water and a raspy whisper. Other sounds can seem raspy too, like a dry cough or a cough of a crow or a bark of a dog that has been <laughs> at it for too long <laughs> at a time holy hell i'm learning so much and then someone else asked (laughs) is raspy voice attractive husky voices signal sexual interest
0: oh and can help women stand out of the crowd
1: ladies you heard it here not first not second but maybe fifth if you're trying to stand out in a crowd get yourself a raspy voice okay you will seem like a sexual interest To a man. It turns out men just want to fuck each other. So they want like a girl with like the raspiest, manliest voice possible. Literally. And, anyways. Ready, everybody? Get a. So, speaking of pedophilia, wait till you hear the book of the week.
0: (laughs) Wait, ready? Announcement, announcement, announcement.
1: Is it time for the book of the week? The book of the week? The book of the week. The book of the fucking week. That away. There's oh my gosh, voice. My throat. My throat. The book of the week. <laughs> I'm sick. Book of the week is not regarding pedophiles, but okay. still. <laughs> Take it away. So we're gonna go into the book of the week. Um so- <gasps> This book is called Burnout: The Secret to Unlocking the Stress Cyle- Cycle by Emily and Amelia Nagoski um I didn't love this book but I think I was biased because I I read the reviews first and there was just such mixed reviews and then like the bad reviews I noticed what they were saying within the book and I was just like oh yeah they are doing that a lot and so it just kind of bugged me but and also it's not like super fu- get- yeah I know I fucked up <laughs> I fucked up by doing any research before I dove into something never do research again um yeah so this book is about the secret to unlocking the stress cycle and burnout is a term we've all come to know and loathe especially in the post-pandemic world we feel stressed the same way that our ancestors felt stress when they were being attacked by lions but we feel it in the workplace and in our home lives when we feel stressed in our day which is typically every day we need to complete what they call the stress cycle when we don't we typically feel like absolute shit So when our stress happens, we don't usually have the option, like our ancestors said, to physically run from the terrible client or incident or customer. We're just taught to be polite, sit there, smile, and say shit like, I understand why you're frustrated. Let me solve that for you. Oh, (laughs) gosh. (laughs) I know. It's going to be bonkers. Yeah. Even though we literally just want to, like, stand up and, like, sprint away from these horrible people. So to complete the stress cycle, um, the number one strategy is literally running or just getting like some form of exercise. So like it doesn't even have to be immediately after, but just like sometime within your day, it's so proven. You've heard it time and time again. Unfortunately, it's true because we never want to believe it's true because none of us want to exercise. But now I I will do it. (laughs) I would rather stay stressed. I'd rather die. (laughs) Exactly. But all that stagnant stress, is just like standing in your blood and like, you know, it's not going anywhere. So you have to let it out. And so exercising like enough to get you breathing deeply for 20 to 60 minutes a day will complete that stress cycle and then let you move on from the incident when you perform physical activity, it's your body's way of telling you that you survived a threat. So that's like your body and your mind connecting. Um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah. Or if the stress level that you experience isn't too high, which it probably was, but if you're just like, want to manage it a little bit, just practicing deep breathing will do the trick and complete the stress cycle for the day. Um, a few other strategies are laughing. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite my favorite exercise my favorite exercise having a positive even if brief interaction with somebody else in the workplace um affection with a loved one I think they Mm -hmm. said that you're supposed to like hug your partner for like 20 seconds or kiss them for six seconds because doing those two things are too long to do with somebody you don't like so it like the affection Something about it triggers all the stuff in your brain to be like,
0: oh, I like half the him. time. I don't like my boyfriend, so I'm like, <laughs> yeah, right. I'm thinking now, I'm like, okay, I like him, so maybe I'll go kiss him for six seconds.
1: I'm trying to imagine a six second kiss, and I'm just like, no, I no, know you tried to make no. out
0: with me the other day, and I was like, we don't make <laughs> out. I was like, wait a minute, no, too relatable. <laughs> was, Come on, let's make out like we used to, I was like, mm, don't ew,
1: don't do that. right. <laughs> What's the point? What is the point? I mean, I'd rather just take off my underwear.
0: Yeah. Like I'll just look at you weirdly and then <laughs> <laughs> I guess we can make offers. <laughs> and then I'm like immediately pulling away. He's like, why do you keep pulling away? I'm like, I don't like it.
1: <laughs> I don't like it. I don't want to. I don't want to. <laughs>
0: Like, why does that happen? I used to loved it, and now I'm like, "Eh, Don't kiss me, God.
1: Yeah, okay, so maybe we could try the hugging thing instead. Okay, so let me just caress my body for how many seconds? 20 seconds. 20 seconds. I'm not
0: gonna tell him anything, I'm gonna say.
1: we have to do this for 20 seconds it's like you're the fbi trying to be like to what so the long. fuck i'm like
0: you want to make out with me we're gonna make it out for 20 seconds <laughs> uh, <laughs> this is the laughter of two evils you do this and i'll make out
1: with you <laughs> oh my fucking god okay moving on um <laughs> we become strong when we do difficult and challenging things like making out with our boyfriend <laughs> making out with your boyfriend We the most uncomfortable or challenging something is the more we grow so it makes sense to get frustrated when we have a goal in mind like let's say we want to run a marathon we can't even get five miles in without walking or stopping and then you get frustrated by your goals so you want to shift to smaller incremental goals more achievable little stepping stones for you so you want to like run one mile three times this week then two the next week etc and then your brain will get like so much satisfaction out of that because you have things that are within your control. Um, Parts of our brains thrive when presented with these goals, but it's always trying to figure out how to achieve the goal and the frustration occurs when the goal seems unachievable. Mm -hmm. To avoid trope. To avoid burnout, you must have the option to quit as well. Like, you can't be stuck in something. And I'm not saying to quit. I mean, sometimes I am. But I'm not saying to quit right now. But if you feel stuck, helpless, isolated, or trapped, then yes, you should quit. Really listen to yourself when you're seriously debating this because it is so likely that you have a gut intuition on whether that's the right move for you mm. quitting where you're at. Mm-hmm. I like Relationship, that. job, like, it could be so many different things. But um so quit
0: your job
1: so quit your job and move the fuck on
0: (laughs) so moving right along and make out with your
1: boyfriend (laughs) Make out with your boyfriend quit your job or quit making out with your boyfriend and start a new job i don't know (laughs) (laughs) we're all over the board meaning everybody needs to have meaning in their lives when we go too long without experiencing things that in life that gives us meaning we become kind of depressed not kind of totally depressed Mm -hmm. meaning is yeah meaning is when we feel some connected to something in life that is larger than ourselves contrary to popular belief meaning isn't found it's created think about the last time you were doing something where you felt like you had a connection to something larger than yourself (laughs) that could be your meaning it could be your meaning it could be
0: my meaning yeah him clearing his throat and (laughs) sniffing his
1: nose and did you feel connected to something larger than yourself yeah Um, yeah, like i wanted to beat the shit out of him yeah 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 Yeah. to have meaning in your life will enhance your overall well-being when you're doing well in life and it will quite literally save you when you're in a slump so that's why you Hmm. need to find what your meaning is and fucking run with it it. Mm so how do you find it you just really have to think about the last time you were doing something that you felt like you had meaning like for me it was like when I was out and about in like Zion wilderness and like camping and stuff like I felt like I had like such meaning being out there mine was
0: wine tasting last weekend
1: (laughs) okay fuck the club (laughs) up
0: (laughs) we could have a good getaway but we will talk about that next week
1: I can't wait okay so this is when the book starts getting kind of annoying because they don't stop talking about the patriarchy in like an ironic way and they say the patriarchy ugh over and over and over again when they talk about it it's so annoying and they try to be like really relatable and funny but it's just like not patriarchy is basically how in the world women are systematically excluded from the big kids table during thanksgiving dinner and we have to sit with all the little kids but we're constantly being told that it's not because we're women i.e gaslighting so be like well it must be because our ideas aren't valuable and like shit like that but anyways the book provides some examples to let us know that the second we understand this game we called life is rigged it will make us feel better about the shitty and the shitty hand being dealt to us to deal with this you need to make meaning and engage with your something larger i.e your meaning in life when everything in your world is going to shit remind yourself of what is in your circle of control and keep getting after it you aren't going to end the patriarchy but you are going to add good to the world along with that that add good to the world add good to the world find your meaning and that's how you add good to the world baby you know who adds good to the world um cats that too but bear 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 the german shepherd
0: bear the baby the big baby the big scared baby <laughs> anyways oh, carry on just had to toss a yeah. few
1: cents in there no I, I appreciate it that's why i put gaps <laughs> into my words so i'm almost like what does Anna have to say about this it's usually what you have to say is i love that <laughs> or bear is the bad. that's the best oh sorry my cats are running across it. oh do you see them <laughs> Guys, Cat
0: who runs the world cat. <laughs>
1: carry on uh, carry on okay along with the shittiness women are dealt we also have it hammered into our brains since uh we were kids that we constantly need to be losing weight so along with our regularly mm-hmm. daily life stress guess what else we have in the backs of our heads every day we should also be five to ten pounds skinnier it's mm-hmm. actually proven that people who are thinner are presented with more advantages advantages in life than people who are overweight um Which is fucked up which is fucked up. Yeah. So, of course, you'll constantly have this in the back of our heads um, to combat this stress. You pretty much need to practice kindness and compassion for yourself. Not a hot take. Um, but appreciate your body for everything it does for you instead of wishing it looks different. If you're wanting to be healthier or like potentially lose weight, pay attention to how certain foods make you feel instead of making lists of what you can and can't eat. That could help you um, with being persistent with your diet and making positive changes with the foods that you intake. Um so like example if pasta makes you feel good hell yeah if pizza makes you feel sluggish and foggy stop fucking eating it mm-hmm. um yeah but in the end you don't need to love your body like everyone says love your body love your body but just learn to be patient with it just be patient yep do not forget that we are social beings and we need to form healthy connections with others humans are not built to do big things alone and isolation will only hurt you in the end when you get sad don't use it as a reason to isolate yourself use it as a bat signal to notify your friends or fam that you're in need of a little extra love. You'll bounce back so much quicker this way and you'll notice that you're not being needy um, because your loved ones actually do it to you too, but you're just so quick to help them because it's not a big deal. Just let people know when you're sad and they will tend to you. Um, You probably just don't even notice that like your family and friends do it to you too. But when you're feeling lonely, which can be masked in feelings of sadness, rage, and feeling like you're not enough or not doing enough, Reach out to someone and connect with them. Um, of equal importance is resting. Be sure that you get enough sleep, Annika. I will say what I'm saying is
0: what I've just learned, and I'm gonna start saying no more. And <gasps> I'm so excited about it. And I've already done that. it. And I'm like last night I said no to everything and I just got home. Well, it was Drew's birthday too, and I brought food home and we ate takeout. <laughs> and I was in bed by like seven I'd showered put my tan on and oh, I was in bed yeah. watching videos like and had Netflix on in the background and it was the best case scenario and I was like gosh I need more of this in my life I get know, rest. That amazing yeah literally I mean, rest
1: like, it can be sleep, but it's also just spending time, like, laying down by yourself without, like, having any mm-hmm. part of your brain turned on for anybody else. It feels- Watch them TikToks. Yeah. Fuck everybody else. <laughs> I love watching TikToks when I'm resting. It's so, I it's know. rejuvenating. I know. I was watching
0: uh, Instagram reels last night and firing them off to so many people.
1: <laughs> I was receiving them, and I was <laughs> like, oh, Anika's on it. Okay. I was, like, watching him and I was, I you was there like, for there.
0: Nicole Tatum. True. literally
1: just a boom, literally
0: just throwing them at people
1: it was like a elf when he was doing a snowball fight and he was just like took, took, took. we're like dirty dirty the crunch
0: gotta love it tis the season
1: no i loved it i love when you send me shit like that okay anyways moving on so of equal importance is resting um be sure you get enough sleep and rest uh we are built to go back and forth between work and rest without rest we can't put out as much or as good of quality of work we actually require the things our brains do on their own while we're sleeping to make us highly functioning while we're awake i mean you can literally die from sleep deprivation and if that's not Mm -hmm. reason enough to get rest like i don't know what it is go to sleep, <laughs> you can people go to sleep or you're gonna die <laughs> um at the end of the day you deserve kindness and compassion for yourself right now and not when you lose 10 pounds or when you get a promotion at work now self-compassion and gratitude are all are so needed because they help us figure out how to be ourselves and how to live our lives without the added notion of what we feel like we should be doing or what the world or others expect us to do and that's powerful as fuck boy as fuck boy that's powerful as fuck boy (laughs) and that there is our book of the week that was a very bullet pointed um i usually think you weren't loving it and i liked
0: it i thought it had had some some good points
1: yeah it had some good points it just felt repetitive to me based on like the other books of the week like it was just all stuff we had already known i mean maybe it would be different it was like the first book of the week and i was just like whoa this is groundbreaking shit man repetition
0: is good Yeah, no, it's a different side of things. It's like, you bring it up in a different way, which is good, because, you know, you need to hear that stuff. And to me, you keep telling me this stuff, and I'm hearing it in a different way. And it's good, because my ADD brain that I'm like, Oh, my God, that's amazing. But it's like, (laughs) I feel like I've never heard it before. But if you were telling me about the same book, I'd probably be like, oh, I've read this before. So
1: yeah, no, I think, think about is... us ADD people out there. <laughs> right, right, right. All you disorderly fucks. No, I think, disorderly fucks. A... <laughs> I think there is a lot of value in that. And even though like, some of these books might be a little repetitive, it's also, you know, the repetition is needed to really hammer it into our brains. And actually, and then the next step comes actually practicing the shit we're telling you, because I'm guilty of reading so much and so much and so much about self well like self-help and wellness. And mm-hmm. I don't practice any of it. So I need to hold myself accountable for that.
0: You sound like my boyfriend.
1: Hold myself accountable. <laughs> he reads all about self-awareness. Yeah, but he doesn't practice it.
0: You know, you're in there.
1: <laughs> all tough. right,
0: fellas and, and gals. <laughs> well,
1: thanks you so much for- gals,
0: women's, ladies. You little gals
1: and, and in Disorderly fox. And fellas and, and they's and-
0: we Thanks love for y'all tuning in
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm, to us mm-hmm. crazy humans um don't forget to listen again next week and tell your friends Follow, about
0: us share us make out with your boyfriend we love you
1: <laughs> I dare you guys to try to make out with your boyfriends this weekend just so more
0: than 20 seconds is weird I tell let you let us know
1: how it goes
0: <laughs> okay bye, bye.